Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 88. Lord, God of my salvation, by day I cry out, even at night, before you. Let my prayer reach you, turn your ear to my outcry, because my whole being is filled with distress. My life is at the very brink of hell. I am considered as one of those plummeting into the pit. I am like those who are beyond help, drifting among the dead, lying in the grave like dead bodies, those you don't remember anymore, those who are cut off from your power. You placed me deep down in the pit, you place in places dark and deep. Your anger smothers me, you subdue me with it wave after wave. You've made my friends distant, you've made me disgusting to them, I can't escape, I'm trapped. My eyes are tired of looking at my suffering. I've been calling out to you every day, Lord. I've had my hands outstretched to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do ghosts rise up and give you thanks? Is your faithful love proclaimed in the grave, your faithfulness in the underworld? Are your wonders known in the land of darkness, your righteousness in the land of oblivion? But I cry out to you, Lord. My prayers meet you first thing in the morning. Why do you reject my very being, Lord? Why do you hide your face from me? Since I was young, I've been afflicted. I've been dying. I've endured your terrors. I'm lifeless. Your fiery anger has overwhelmed me. Your terrors have destroyed me. They surround me all day long like water. They engulf me completely. You've made my loved ones and companions distant. My only friend is darkness. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Esther, chapter 8, verses 1 through 8 and 15 through 17. That same day, King Ahasuerus gave Queen Esther what Haman the enemy of the Jews owned. Mordecai himself came before the king because Esther had told the king that he was family to her. The king took off his royal ring, the one he had removed from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. Esther put Mordecai in charge of what Haman had owned. Esther again spoke before the king. She bowed at his feet, wept, and begged him to treat her kindly. She wanted him to overturn the evil plot of Haman the Agagite, his secret plan directed against the Jews. The king held out the gold scepter to Esther, and she got up and stood before him. She said, if the king wishes, and if I please him, that is, if the idea seems right to the king, and if he still sees me as a good person. Then have people write something to call back the order, the order that put into effect the plan of Haman, Hamadatha, the Agadite's son, that he wrote to destroy the Jews in all the royal provinces. How can I bear to watch the terrible evil about to sweep over my people? And how can I bear to watch others destroy my family? King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew, Look, I've given Esther everything Haman owned, and Haman himself, my servants, have impaled on the pole because he planned to attack the Jews. So you yourselves write to the Jews whatever you like, in the name of the king, and seal the letters with the king's royal ring. Anything written in the name of the king and sealed with the king's royal ring can't be called back. Mordecai went out from the king's presence in a blue and white royal robe, carrying a large gold crown, and a white and red purple coat. 
the city of Susa greeted him with shouts of joy. For the Jews, it was a day of light, happiness, joy, and honor. In every province and in every town, wherever the king's orders and his law arrived, for the Jews it was a day of happiness and joy. For them it meant feasts and a holiday. Many people in the land became Jews themselves out of fear of the Jews. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 19, verses 21 through 41. Once these things had come to an end, Paul, guided by the Spirit, decided to return to Jerusalem, taking a route that would carry him through the provinces of Macedonia and Achaia. He said, after I have been there, I must visit Rome as well. He sent two of his assistants, Timothy and Erastus, to Macedonia, while he remained a while in the province of Asia. At that time, a great disturbance erupted about the way. There was a silversmith named Demetrius. He made silver models of Artemis' temple, and his business generated a lot of profit for the craftspeople. He called a meeting with these craftspeople and others working in related trades and said, Friends, you know that we make an easy living from this business. And you can see and hear that this Paul has convinced and misled a lot of people, not only in Ephesus, but also throughout most of the province of Asia. He says the gods made by human hands aren't really gods. This poses a danger, not only by discrediting our trade, but also by completely dishonoring the great goddess Artemis. The whole province of Asia, indeed the entire civilized world, worships her, but her splendor will soon be extinguished. Once they heard this, they were beside themselves with anger and began to shout, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! The city was thrown into turmoil. They rushed as one into the theater. They seized Gaius and Aristarchus, Paul's traveling companions from the province of Macedonia. Paul wanted to appear before the assembly, but the disciples wouldn't allow him. Even some officials of the province of Asia, who were Paul's friends, sent word to him urging him not to risk going into the theater. Meanwhile, the assembly was in a state of confusion. Some shouted one thing, others shouted something else, and most of the crowd didn't know why they had gathered. The Jews sent Alexander to the front, and some of the crowd directed their word toward him. He gestured that he wanted to offer a defense before the assembly, but when they realized he was a Jew, they all shouted in unison, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. This continued for about two hours. The city manager brought order to the crowd and said, People of Ephesus, doesn't everyone know that the city of Ephesus is guardian of the temple of the great Artemis and of her image which fell from heaven? Therefore, since these facts are undeniable, you must calm down. Don't be reckless. The men you brought here have neither robbed the temple nor slandered our goddess. Therefore, if Demetrius and the craftspeople with him have a charge against anyone, the courts are in session, and governors are available. They can press charges against each other there. Additional disputes can be resolved in a legal assembly. As for us, we are in danger of being charged with rioting today, since we can't justify this unruly gathering. After he said this, he dismissed the assembly. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 31 through 37. Jesus went down to the city of Capernaum in Galilee and taught the people each Sabbath. They were amazed by his teaching because he delivered his message with authority. 
A man in the synagogue had the spirit of an unclean demon. He screamed, Hey, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One from God. Silence, Jesus said, speaking harshly to the demon. Come out of him. The demon threw the man down before them, then came out of him without harming him. They were all shaken and said to each other, What kind of word is this? That he can command unclean spirits with authority and power, and they leave. Reports about him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. There's a place where mercy reigns and never dies. There's a place where streams of grace flow deep and wide. like a flood comes flowing down at the cross at the cross I surrender my life I'm in of you I'm in of you where your love ran red and my sin washed white I owe all to you I owe all to you Jesus There's a place where sin and shame are powerless where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness where all the love I've ever found comes like a I surrender my life. I'm in of you. I'm in of you. Where your love ran red and my sin washed white, I go all to you. I owe all to you. And here my hope is found. Here on Here I bow down. 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, He is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. 
Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Though our psalm to begin today reflected on those times when we feel like God is far away, or has abandoned us. Let us end today with these words of affirmation from Psalm 91. Living in the Most High's shelter, camping in the Almighty's shade, I say to the Lord, you are my refuge, my stronghold. You are my God, the one I trust. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you back here on Monday, or if you'd like to join us, we have an opportunity to worship together this Sunday uh, in the morning. There's online options available, and information about that is in the description of this episode. Whenever we see you next, we'll see you. Have a wonderful weekend. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Jesus, Only Jesus, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.